So a lot of you have asked me why I didn't do any coverage of the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp trial. Um, some of you have asked me why I haven't done anything about the Will Smith slapping incident. And I figured I would share why I didn't initially cover this. First of all, it just is like celebrity crap. It's like first world problems. I don't normally really talk about stuff like that because, you know, I'm not saying I didn't investigate it because I did. Um, I just don't feel like stuff like that really needs more attention than it's already getting. But one thing came up when this meme popped up on my Facebook and I went, you know what? This might be a good opportunity to have a conversation that we don't typically have. And that is about toxic femininity. Some of you may remember the video I did called Strong Women, Who Are They? And if you haven't, you should watch it. It's probably one of the best videos I've ever done. I'll put it in the cards at the end of this one. And I want to preface this by saying to all of my female audience members, I love you. You know, <laughs> I'm not a misogynist. I don't hate all women. That's not what this is about. <clears throat> First of all, one of the things that I realized having gone through my own toxic marriage, because this is another one of the reasons why I hesitated to do anything about this, is that I've been in the exact same situation Johnny Depp was in. I've been in a situation where I'm in a courtroom and a lot of assumptions are being made about me um, due to my gender, due to the gender of the person I was in court with, meaning my ex-wife. Um, without getting super deep into that, uh, I guess one of the things, for example, I would bring up is that at the beginning of every court hearing when I was getting divorced or fighting over child custody, she would claim that there was domestic violence at the outset of every hearing. And the reason for that was pretty clear because I had a stack of police reports proving that that wasn't true, but the whole energy of the conversation would change after that. The way that everybody in the, in, in the room treats you changes after that. So even though I had concrete evidence that it wasn't true, um, it was still a fantastic tactic on her part to do that. The other thing that would change is that she would put on like an amazing act. She would depend, at least pretend, I'm sorry, not depend, pretend that she was like a fragile, you know, little bird scared of a shadow, you know, and imply that that was because of me, which was always fantastic because if that wasn't helpful at that hearing, then she, you know, at, at the next hearing, she might change her persona again and become more strong and, uh, you know, aggressive and nastier and um, <laughs> sometimes on the same day, which to be honest with you is kind of creepy to the point of it being like something out of a horror film. But if anything positive is coming out of this situation, it's that people are now starting to see, oh, wait a second, there are pretty dangerous women out there. And man, when they've decided that they want to just suck the life out of a guy, they're pretty goddamn dangerous. That's what I learned. And in particular, if they're an attractive woman, there's always some dumbass around the corner ready to be their next guy who's going to white knight against you, of course, because they're going to believe everything she says. Um, and women like that more or less thrive in that situation. They've, you know, if they're attractive and good at manipulation, then man, they own everything. I remember, for example, historians once surmised that it was actually a woman that was angry at Julius Caesar that managed to orchestrate his assassination. And I believe that entirely. But it's not all women at all. You know, just like it's not all men that are abusive. There's a certain personality. And 
one of the things that I will say, it's kind of funny that came out of this was that for my, my personal experience is that there are a lot of old fashioned patriarchal ideas that I don't agree with, but man, do you get an idea of what they were thinking? You start to understand what would lead them down the path of thinking that that's the appropriate way for men and their wives to interact, that basically the woman should be like their property or something. Um, and obviously I have a daughter, you know, I don't in any way believe that a woman should be the property of their husband, but I'll give you an example. My ex-wife at one point took off to be with some guy she met on the internet. She took three months of our money. And the reason I say three months, it was because we had roommates. Uh, she didn't pay any of the bills. She was saving up for this leaving thing she was going to do. And she tried to take off with the family car. I managed to prevent that. But she knowingly lied to everybody in the house and put her family at risk and put her roommates at risk. You know, um, taking all that money to go off and do whatever. You know, she wanted to go be with a guy and party and smoke pot. That was her motive. And I remember going there because I found her address because I wasn't trying to get her back at that point. But the utility companies that she didn't pay were about to shut off all of our utilities and they would not put the utilities in anyone else's name until they had spoken to her. And so I went there to talk to her and I brought the police with me because I didn't even want there to be any question about what my motives were. And I talked to her about it. And as the course of the conversation went on, she um, just basically you know, was more contemptuous and angry that I had found her than anything else. Um, and the cops eventually started to turn on me and tell me that I needed to leave and all that. And thankfully she did finally go ahead and I guess, you know, she took the information I gave her and she contacted the utility companies. So my mission was accomplished, but she had done horrible harm to her family and there were no repercussions for her. She didn't care. And the guy she was with was, again, you know, somebody else that she had duped into thinking that she was a good person. And as I was leaving, I remember my friend at the time who had driven me there, who actually originally was her friend, sharing with me how livid he was that she would do that to her family. And it occurred to me that if this had happened in, like, in say, I don't know, the 1800s or so, if I had called the local constabulary up and said, hey, my ex-wife took off with the family's money and left her children behind, you know, and was with someone else, the reaction would have been very different. That is that, first of all, they would have arrested him for debauching a woman. And secondly, I would have been permitted to do whatever I wanted to to her. Which again is not, okay, it's not what I want. But you start to understand what they're thinking. When you watch what Jada Pinkett Smith has put Will Smith through, and you watch what Amber Heard has put Johnny Depp through, you again begin to understand where the roots of the patriarchy took hold. It is because of toxic people like that. It's a reaction to that behavior pattern. This is not to say that men cannot be destructive to a relationship. They absolutely can. Um, I think what, what we have evolving in our country now is that both genders are doing stupid shit like this, and it's creating a minefield that where, you know, romance and love used to be. I can't even date anymore. I mean, I'm, I'm out of shape and I'm not really attractive anymore anyway, but 
point is I, I couldn't, even if I wanted to. It, it, it ruined me to deal with that stuff. And that incident that I shared, that's like minor in comparison to other major things that happened because of her being involved in the lives of my family. And my children and I are still scarred from it to this day. Without getting super detailed, I guess I'll just kind of give a really brief summary. Because I realized one of the other reasons why I didn't cover this is because it kind of triggered a lot of old memories of mine. I've been in a situation where a pretty young woman was believed no matter what she said, no matter what she did. And I've been in a situation where the court system allowed her to do whatever she wanted and where if I did anything, even mildly negative, I would hear about it for months. I've been in a situation where my children's lives have been permanently scarred and watched the court system do nothing about it. My ex-wife was never accountable for anything she did, not in the courts, and for the most part, not in our social life. Because the other problem, as I discuss in that video, um, Strong Women, Who Are They?, which if you haven't seen, it's probably one of the best videos I've ever done. You can check it out, like I said. Um, is that there's always some dumbass around the corner ready to give a girl like this a chance, ready to believe that all the negative things that he's heard about her are not true. And again, there's guys who do stuff like this, but it's not what we're talking about at the moment. The reason that this needs special attention is that due to third wave feminism, women are always the victims, no matter what. Facts be damned. They've weaponized abuse, and that's exactly why Amber Heard did what she did, because she knew. And she's even on video openly saying, nobody's going to believe you, Johnny. Go ahead and tell them that you're the victim of domestic violence, because she was hitting it. You know, she knew. She knew how it works. And fortunately enough for her, or rather for him, his recordings of this shit, because I've been in court with a woman like that, and I got to tell you, it, it, if you didn't record it, oh my God, you know, they have a script that they go with. And that's something that I always notice was that in the court system, there would be times when I would have evidence of things that she had done wrong to me or to my children. And when I was able to present that evidence convincingly, people in the court would react like, like we were rehearsing for a play or something. And my version of the script, for some reason, was dramatically different than theirs. They would get confused. Like, wait a minute, what do you mean she's the one who's behind on child support? <laughs> like, what do you mean she's the one who hit you? You know, what do you mean she's the one who, you know, stole money from the family? You know, what do you mean she's the one who's using drugs? And it would really put them off because the more confused they get, the more insecure they would get. And when you get a judge or a magistrate to be insecure, they're really less likely to change anything. So all the cards always played in her favor. We could either tie, essentially, nothing would change, or she would win something else. That's how it always went. And there's actually a really great documentary you could watch about this topic called Divorce Corp, C-O-R-P, where they go over the fact that divorce is a huge money-making enterprise. Um, but 
again, getting out of the courts and into the social issue, women like Jada and Amber Heard, because they're beautiful, you know, it's interesting to see the way that the social dynamics work. Like, how much a beautiful but evil woman can get away with and never be held accountable. It's amazing, really, to watch how it unfolds. Here's what I would tell you guys, and gals for that matter, a little piece of advice, some wisdom that I learned. When you meet somebody and you find them physically attractive, what we tend to do is project onto them who we want to believe that they are. And because, again, you know, being physically attracted can be pretty intense, you know, especially if you're having sex already, something that we don't, again, you can talk about old-fashioned values. You know, you start to understand why people don't didn't do that back in the day. But anyway, you project onto them who you want them to be, and then months go by, and you start to realize a couple things, one of which is, man, uh, feels like that honeymoon effect that made all that sex so intense is fading. Maybe I wasn't really in love with them after all. That's if you, you know, actually have that cognitive thought. What really happens usually is people just think that they're falling out of love with someone or whatever. The other thing is, is that you start to realize that the person is not who you imagined they were. And then you start to hate them for not being who they never were in the first place. You lied to yourself about that person because you were physically attracted to them. And you lied to them about who you were because you wanted them to like you. That tends to be how we start these relationships and also tends to be how we end them. So don't do that. Before you commit to somebody, and this is another one, it's a really big deal, okay? You have one chance, one chance to determine who the other parent of your child is and what the other half of their family is like. That chance comes before you decide to have sex with someone. And this is, again, this is advice for both men and women. Because, my God, I divorced my ex-wife, but because I had kids with her, I had to put up with her for way more years than I ever wanted to. So before you have kids with somebody, make damn sure. Not just about, like, whether or not you can get along with them, but remember that you're essentially interviewing your child's other grandparents, their other aunts and uncles, and and their mom. You get one chance, you know, or dad if you're the woman, one chance to determine who that person is for your child. And after that decision's made, it cannot be unmade. There are a lot of times that I'm sad and I wish that my kids had a better mom. But under the bridge, well, water under the bridge now. Nothing I can do about it now. I have more to say on this topic, but I had to, like, stop myself. See, I've been at this for maybe two hours. Because <laughs> I realized I had so much baggage about this, you know. Um, and I need to sift through how I wanted to present it. But remember what I just said. I'll bet you that there were warning signs that Johnny ignored about Amber. And I'll bet you that there were warning signs that Will ignored about Jada. And I'm sure that there are plenty of women out there that it's the same thing. 
you know, that you probably had some warning signs that maybe that guy wouldn't be a good dad, but you let your sexual attraction to them overpower your reason. Happens all the time. It doesn't help that there's this problem that, especially when they're younger, women have an attraction to toxic people. They consider it like masculine energy or whatever. They don't ever openly say it. Like, that's not something that they admit. But in many cases, somebody you're sexually attracted to might actually be a really terrible parent. Like, and might actually be not so good of a husband or wife. So, take time to really get to know somebody before you do anything permanent like have a child with them. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I've got some more to come.